0: Hello and welcome to Me The Wife and Wrexham AFC.
1: A weekly podcast and YouTube channel where we discuss all things Wrexham AFC from the point of view of long-term fans and new fans.
0: So sit back, put your feet up, relax and let's get stuck in.
1: Hello and welcome back to Me, the Wife and Wrexham AFC. We are now on episode 73.
0: We are. Clocking up the miles. We are, yep. We'll be at 100 before you know it. Yep. <laughs> okay. That's what, uh, that's what happens. Sorry, this was this was the banter section of the show and you know, you just go, yep, okay, let's so, move on. It's not real banter though, is it? No, no. <laughs> it's just interaction, you know. Um, okay, so uh, coming up on today's show, we're going to talk about the Morecambe game. Um, and the fantastic performance that we put in on Saturday. We're also going to look ahead to Harrogate on Tuesday, and obviously the FA Cup game against Yeovil next Sunday. Um, we've got a great guest on, so stay tuned for that one. Um, and obviously, we're going to do the quiz as well. I said Yay. obviously a few times, I reckon, in there. Yeah.
1: So before we get started, I just want to say, if you listen to it, listen to us on the podcast, or you are watching us on YouTube, and you're not yet subscribed then head over to our YouTube channel and uh, give us a quick sub.
0: Yes. It's muchly appreciated. Muchly appreciated. Muchly. It is. So let's start with uh, Monday. Yeah. So Monday, we did something um, really fun. We did. We uh, we went to uh, an evening with Paul Mullin at the uh, William Aston Hall in Wrexham. Um, so basically, Paul is... Uh, is has Has. released a book so it's called uh my wrexham story um so for visiting (laughs) visiting so for going to the event we got a signed copy of his book we got one each as well which is really nice as well so you can keep your dirty mitts off mine um, and I've we, come... we could do a giveaway, couldn't we? We could do. We could do. Maybe. <laughs> let's, let's think about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if anybody would be interested in having the book. Let us know. We'll see how much interest there is before we decide whether we're gonna yeah. give it away. If there's only one, then no, <laughs> no. Probably not. Um so it was a really good night though, it wasn't was it? It was
1: a good night. I think you I think you weren't expecting it. I thought I thought you thought it was gonna be a good evening, but I don't think you expect it to be as good as it was.
0: No, I, I yeah, you're probably right there. Yeah. I was I I wasn't sure what to expect, if I'm perfectly honest. I thought you know, I thought there'd be someone asking him questions and he'd be talking about the book and and how the book came about, a little bit about his Wrexham career, which is sort of what happened, yeah. but um, the person interviewing him was actually Ben Foster, which was, was great, and I think that that really made the evening, I think, because I think if you did, just had some sort of...
1: Random person. Yeah,
0: just interviewing him, it yeah. wouldn't have been as good, but having Ben there and that interaction between them two made it I think it made it, didn't it? It, it... was good.
1: I mean, at the, the, we saw the microphones on the stage, obviously, before Ben and Paul came out. And I was, and I thought, do you know what? I recognise those microphones.
0: We both said it. But didn't I just we?
1: couldn't, I couldn't put yeah. the, I, I just couldn't place them. And then obviously, when the, um, I don't I compare I suppose you call him he introduced Paul and uh, Ben and it was like oh yeah they're the podcaster yeah.
0: yes well but if we were we were sort of halfway so it's uh, you know for anybody who hasn't been to that to that theater uh, before it's it's not massive But it's it's you know there's there's quite a few seats in there. There's over a thousand. It's used for
1: graduations and stuff, isn't it? It is, but comedy gigs and stuff like that. We
0: get you know we get people there. Yeah. And we 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 were sort of halfway, weren't we? Uh, And so we could see the color of the mics. um, But if we were a bit closer we'd be able to see that it said FOSCAST on the mics, but we couldn't from where we were. And um, yeah, but we were both the same. We were going, I recognise their mics. Yeah. Where, where do I recognise their mics? At? And then when they announced it, it was like, of course, that is where. But
1: Perfect interviewer, I think. Because obviously Ben does this as, well, that's pretty much his living now, isn't it?
0: It's pretty much his job now, yeah. talking and, and talking. doing... Talking. Yeah, <laughs> that's, you know, yeah. So
1: yeah, it was really good. I enjoyed it. Um, and I thought Paul c- came across... Really well because I think people have preconceived ideas about footballers that they're a bit thick. Um, all they know how to do is kick a football round. Yeah. But Paul Mullen is really, really articulate, and he's just—he was, yeah. I—I I thought he came across really, really well, and he's really, really funny as well.
0: Yes. It, yeah. He was, and and as a, a as a whole. I, I thought the night was was really good. The
1: only disappointing thing was because, obviously, they had a Q&A session um, and Ryan asked a question. I did. You did. You I did. did. I, I
0: thought, I think in situations like this, I'm quite a confident person. I don't mind standing up in front of a lot of people and asking a question. And they asked if anyone wanted to ask something, so I put my hand up. Um, And I asked the question. Ben Foster quite rudely said that question doesn't make sense, but it completely did. It did make sense. But that might
1: be because I've been married to you for so long. (laughs) Maybe,
0: yeah. But I I basically asked Paul if he, in his time at Wrexham, what his favourite goal was that he didn't score, that, you know, somebody else scored. Um, And I think he said... Elliot Lee. He said the Elliot Lee goal against Boreham Wood so not so much for it being spectacular or anything like that it was it was just the importance of it so we'd gone 1-0 down against Boreham Wood Uh in the game that we eventually went on to be promoted and he, he said the Elliot Lee goal just made that feeling of getting back into that game when that game was so important it, it, that was that yeah. was one of his favorite ones um
1: Ben Foster said that Mendy was in the mix because uh, for the not county, county goal yes that was my, I, do you know what when he said that i went yeah that was my favorite goal of the yeah. season as well so yeah
0: yeah we did we we talked about sort of like favorite goals and stuff on a, a previous podcast and um and we done. Uh, we did a little video of like the top five goals of the season. Mm-hmm. And we had Mendy in there, didn't we? And a lot of people were going, no, no, it, it shouldn't have been in there. But I think as time goes on, I think people sort of realise how important that was. And do you know what? It's the commentary on that goal that absolutely made the it. The screaming. Yeah, the, the, the commentary on that goal re- absolutely, a- actually makes that goal Better, and I think that's what good commentators do. Unfortunately, in this instance, I'm not talking about uh, Mark. I'm talking about the BT Sport commentators. Oh, uh, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, I about. I was talking about Mark. No, I, I and I just think that's what good commentators do. They make, they somehow manage to make goals better than yeah. they actually are. And I think it was just a perfect storm that goal. But that everything about it, the fin that you know, the the run, he knew where anyway, why are we talking about this? I've got no idea. But anyway, it was everything about that goal was brilliant. Yes. I, I I do agree. It wasn't well, my favourite, but yeah, definitely. So back to the
1: evening with Paul Mullen, it was it was a good night. The only disappointing thing was uh, because the Q and As went on for so long, I don't think they expected people Sorry. to. Sorry, well, wasn't your fault was it? But I think I don't think they were expecting as many people as there were to ask, uh, you know, asking questions. So there was a chance for a meet and greet at the end, yeah. um, and have your picture taken with Paul. Um, Well, Ben, I am assuming. But because the Q&A went on for so long, it just wasn't, um, you know, there were so many people there. Logistically, I don't think it would have um, been feasible. So I'm really gutted because I wanted to ask Ben and Paul. um, Well, Paul, because I didn't know Ben was going to be there, but I would have asked Paul to come on the podcast. I literally would have put my big girl pants on and (laughs) go, Paul will you come on the podcast?
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. But it was it was a great night. It was a great was night. night. I, I enjoyed it. Um talking about Paul Mullen. Yep. I think it segues quite nicely into our guests today. Unfortunately, it's not Paul Mullen. Um but Unfortunately, uh, but yep. we have got a
1: good guest. Though. We've
0: got a great guest and it, it's somebody who does have um quite a strong link with Paul Mullen as well. I, I think that's I would, fair to say. Yes. Um so we're going to, I'm not going to say too much, although I said this last week and, you know, for anybody who's sort of already read the description of the podcast or the YouTube channel, they know who it is. But we've got John on the show this week. So welcome to me, the wife from Wrexham AFC. John, how are you doing? Not too bad, mate, thank you. They're under the weather, so if I sound a bit groggy, that'll be why. Uh, too many beers or just under the weather? Just ill, so mate. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll believe you. We'll believe you. Uh, so. John isn't isn't uh, your regular Wrexham fan. Uh, John is someone that does a very special job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to build the tension, but I'm not sure I'm really doing it very yeah. well. Right. So uh, a, a lot of you may have heard uh, of John, but not as John. Uh, John is, um, I've said John a lot of times there. Yeah. Uh, uh, John <laughs> is, uh, uh, he runs a company called Zebra Customs, uh, who basically do uh, custom boots, trainers, all that sort of thing. Um, And uh, he's done uh, quite a few uh, pairs of boots for Wrexham players. Uh, Most famously, I would say, uh, a a pair, well, numerous pairs of boots for Paul Mullen. So, John, how did it come about that you started doing boots for Paul Mullen? Did did you approach him? Did he approach you? How did it all start? So,
2: he... Put out feelers to he was talking to my dad who works at the club as the joiner um me dad and ewan were having a conversation ewan's you know the kit man ewan yes yeah uh, he said to my dad that paul wanted something done for the fa trophy final and my dad had said oh my lad does customization on shoes i hadn't touched boots before it was always something that maybe I wanted to do in the future, but it was something I hadn't really done much research on. um And I said, Yeah, 100% I'll do it for sure. And then um, I got in contact with Paul. Um, we got talking. He said, My son loves Pole Patrol. So can you do something on it? I didn't think he expected it to be as it was. And then when I showed him on the video, he's like blown away by it, which was really nice. And then something kind of clicked there where I thought this is something that I could keep doing and sort of provide the other lads with as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, there's one pair of boots. I'm sure you know which pair of boots I'm going to talk about, but there's there's one that we've, we've got to talk about. And it's, it's obviously the ones that had the Liverpool skyline on one side, but that, that isn't really the side that caught the headlines really, is it? It was the <laughs> other side that obviously had the 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 Tories slogan on the other side um it, obviously that was Paul's idea he wanted that on there w- when you were making them did you have any idea that it would sort of blow up in the way that it did
2: uh I knew it'd be popular I knew it would definitely be a, a popular post but Yeah, I didn't think it was going to be on Sky Sports News ticker bar, to be honest. (laughs) Um, But, you know, it was great. It was a great week, to be honest. Um, Yeah, it was just mental. Crazy.
0: Yeah, I mean, it It certainly caused a, a, yeah, it a, a, an uproar. Um, you talk about other players. I, I've seen you do, you, you've done boots for Jacob Mendy. Um, you've done some for Oli Palmer. I've seen the Lion King ones that you did for uh, Andy Cannon as well. Is there any other players that you've done that I, I've missed there?
2: Uh, Toes has had two pairs. Um, Arthur Aconquers just had a pair, but there was a bit of a, we had a bit of an issue with those in terms of like I wasn't allowed to take photos with him or something, it was weird. I don't know whether it was something under to do with his contract or something, I don't know. But um, Libby McKenzie from the the women's team, Elliot Lee, um, Mark Howard,
0: uh, I think that could be it. It's a
1: good portfolio,
0: <laughs> it, it is it's a good it, portfolio, it's a pretty good portfolio yeah. to have, yeah, definitely. Out of all the ones that you've done. It. it do, do you have a favourite pair? A, a standout pair that you think I will always remember making these? Um, so in terms of like
2: making memories and stuff, it's hard to not choose Paul's. Uh, just the ones he scored, the two goals to win the league in. Because I put out a post a few weeks prior and I said, these are going to be the boots that take Wrexham to the National League. And they did. So it was like a really cool thing. Uh, in terms of actual design... I I really like Andes because they they were like something that I just manifested in my head. I thought, oh, people are gonna like this. But I like these a lot as well. I think if I was aware of pair, it'd be Jacobs because I think they're quite classy looking. So yeah, I'd say Jacobs probably.
1: Has Jacobs got um the Gambia flag on it or the Gambia colours? Yeah, I, I think I've seen that picture on Twitter. Uh, Twitter, yeah, they're really cool. Actually,
2: yeah. I like them. Yeah.
1: Um, so, have you got any boots that you're doing at the moment that you can kind of give us a sneak peek of? I've
2: got <laughs> one more to do at the moment. Um, I spoke to Jordan Davis as well, and Aaron Hayden's asked me a couple of times, and I just said, yes, whenever you're ready, mate, we'll sort that out. So, I've got Mullins on. I've not actually started them yet, but I've got an idea of what I want to put on them. So. But it's gonna be nothing, nothing crazy, so... <laughs> Nothing it'd controversial. Be a nice thing. it'd be a nice
0: thing have you got uh have you got at the moment anything that you could sort of it, it, we're obviously on YouTube and we're a podcast and I'm gonna cut out the podcast people for a minute but have you got anything that you can show us that 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 there that, that, that you can uh, you know show show people watching
2: yeah so these are Ryan Reynolds' shoes these are
0: wow
2: um, and I was meant to give him to him at the Boreham-Wood game, but you can imagine how crazy that day was and how busy they were. Um, so I'd made Rob a pair last year at the, um, wow. at the Q&A. You know when they had the Q&A at the race course? I don't know if you guys yeah. were there. Yeah. Uh, we went and they, everyone was talking and stuff. And then I got on the mic and I was like, oh, I've not got a question, but I've got something for you, Rob. And then Ryan actually was like, oh, you've got something for him and not me. He made like a joke of it. It was funny. And I told him, I said, I'll get a pair done for you. And he was like, oh, no, you won't. You're lying. And then, you know, I don't lie. I don't, I don't, uh, I'll go back on my words. So I've got him here. It'll just be a case of organising to see him at some point, I suppose.
0: What better way.
1: I oh, no, that's amazing. Yeah,
0: that is. Um, uh, what we'll do for everybody listening to the podcast, obviously didn't get to see... What we've just seen there, so we'll put that. Um, uh, we'll put that somewhere. Obviously, it's on YouTube, so I'd head over there, have a little look at that, uh, and make sure you subscribe at the time as well. That that really helps us out.
1: Let's talk about the Wrexham season then this year.
0: Yes. So, what what do you think? How uh, expectation wise, are we doing better than you think? Than you thought we'd do, or are, are we are we pretty much where you thought we'd be? It was weird because there was a lot of people saying, "Oh, well, we should go straight up." we should go straight up, no problem.
2: And then it, it's like, well, hang on a minute. You've like, just come into the, the football league for the first time in 15 years. Um you need to like, it was weird. You don't want to downplay the players. You don't want to disrespect the players and say you need to keep your feet on the ground because they're obviously so talented. And obviously yesterday's game shows that fourfold. They can definitely go up automatically, 100%. But I think for them, for everyone to be like, oh, we're going to piss the league, win it. I think it's a bit, you know, but I think that if they maintain their form, don't do anything daft, keep everyone fit and healthy. I think they'll go up no problem.
0: Yeah, I think I think the one thing there that that is that we might struggle with is keeping everyone fit <laughs> because we are definitely struggling with that at the moment. We're keeping everybody fi- everybody yeah. fit. Um, it is a worry, I think, trying to keep people fit. And then when you do look out on the pitch. You know, you look at players, the players we've got out and the players that we've got playing that are potentially quite injury prone as well. You've got Aaron Hayden, who was out there on Saturday. You've got Mm -hmm. Tom O'Connor, who was out there. Ford went
1: off, didn't
0: he, on Saturday? Ford Ford as well. They're all prone to an injury. And that's the slight worry if they do pick up injuries again.
1: Sorry, we've got
0: the transfer window in January. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Yeah, maybe (laughs) we need that. Um, the Morecambe game on Saturday. We're going to talk about uh, me and Sean. will talk about a little bit more about that in a minute. Um, best performance of the season, or just a poor Morecambe team? Do you think?
2: Uh, I thought the the game against Knots was really good. They were really good. And They were solid against uh, Gillingham as well. But as like full flow in attacking, yeah, you've got to say the game yesterday was was really good. Um, yeah, they were just unbelievable, really, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> Mal- but then again, just ridiculous. I actually said to myself a few days before, I was like, oh, they're going to bat them all. Come. Because of what happened at uh and Stanley, I think they're just going to go out and put out a statement.
0: And they did. So, Yeah. it was
1: a statement
0: it was a statement as I say we'll talk about that in a minute um now for anybody anybody who wants to see some more of, of John's work we will link all of his social media down in the description so you can you can you can find that um if you're listening to the podcast uh John how can people find you
2: Um, so I operate primarily on Twitter and Instagram at the moment. Uh, I do a couple of bits on Facebook, but most of my designs are on, uh, Instagram, I'd say is the bulk, but majority of them are on Twitter as well. So uh, it'll be at Custom Zebra on Twitter or Zebra Customs. If you type that in, I should pop up. Brilliant
0: stuff. Are you okay to hang around with us for the quiz? Yeah, perfect, mate. No problem. Mm. Good stuff. Good stuff. Right. The Morecambe game.
1: The Morecambe game. Well, what can I say? We absolutely...
0: It was good. Let's move on. No, go on.
1: We absolutely smashed Morecambe. It was a bit... from Well, from the seventh minute, wasn't it? Oh, no, five minutes. Yeah. Uh, senior own goal. Um, but and I, I think Andy Cannon deserved to celebrate that goal. I
0: know. Well, it, Andy Cannon came in, didn't he? So he came in for uh, James Jones. Mm-hmm. I I'll be honest. When I first saw the team, and I saw that um, um, sort of a Cannon had come in and Jones had uh, had gone out, I I wasn't sure. I, if I'm honest, I was thinking, oh yeah, I'm, I, you know, because Jones and Evans had played so well together for such a long time, what seems like forever now. You know, mm. a li- you know, must be the net last ten games they played together in the middle. Everything was ticking along really nicely. I understand that the Accrington game was a big disappointment. And maybe Phil thought, you know, let's change things up a little bit. You know, you don't want to go getting stale. But my big thing in football is always having a, a... nice settled team you know I don't like chopping and changing too much I'm not that sort of you know I I don't think if I was managing the team that's not what I'd be doing so you know when when I saw it I wasn't sure if I'm honest I was I was a bit dubious about why that change had been made Um, as it turned out I had nothing at all to be worried about um, Andy was on it from the first minute he he, literally, he, you know, he had plenty of touches in that first five minutes. Yep. you know, all good, nice, quick, slick passing, um, and then yeah, I like you said, five minutes in, I was so gutted for him because the, the, where we sit in the stand, um, we've got a, a perfect angle sort mm. of of any shot from the right hand side of the pitch in the first half and any shot. on the left hand side of the pitch when we're shooting towards the university and we have a a really good angle on it Um, the ball come across uh, it ended up in the back of the net and he went up to challenge for it Um, he wheeled away in celebration I sort of knew straight away it it wasn't him and I was like oh it's his first goal you know know, I I, I was just I, I wanted it to be him but I sort of knew it wasn't him Straight away without yeah. looking at replays. Um when we went in at half time, had a look and it had come up as an own goal. And I, I am sort of gutted for him because, you know, I think I think Andy's got goals in him. Yeah, one hundred percent. They just don't for whatever reason they don't seem to, to, to quite fall for him. You know, he's pinged loads of shots from the edge of the box, you know, shots from twenty five yards out. It, 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 he's had chances, but Nothing quite seems, and to and then fall the chance that he
1: gets, and senior gets in the way, and Blimin his own goal. We but, went, we went
0: one 0 up, and that's that's all. Do that you know matters. what?
1: And I'm I'm you know I'm happy that Cannon celebrated. He does you know, yeah. Whether it says it on BT Sport, BBC Sport, whatever. I'm gonna say Andy Cannon scored that goal. <laughs> well done, Andy. I even did an appreciation <laughs> I even did an appreciation post for Cannon because a lot of people were getting on his back saying that he was rubbish. Why did we sign him? Da, 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 da. Um and Andy Jasper actually commented on it um, saying that he from the beginning, when we signed Andy Cannon, he said that he was gonna be a top player for us, and look what he, you know—he's right. Yeah, he's been good. He's been good. I
0: think he just hasn't quite had the run in the team that he's needed just to just to show everyone how good he was. Obviously, he got sent off a little bit earlier in the season, which didn't help. Um, you know, but he's I, when he comes in, he's he's always so good. I, th- I think the one downfall of Andy Cannon is his size, maybe. You know, because you're playing in that middle. You know it, he is physical. You know mm. he does get stuck in, um, but it, it, you know, maybe just a bit more bulk on him. But you he's know, not, m- like, might be not, nice.
1: He's not a skinny lad. No, he?
0: I know. But you know, that's if I if I was wishing for something, I just wish he was a bit bigger. I think put
1: that on your Christmas
0: list. Yeah, put it on your Christmas list. Um, he then set up Mullin for number two.
1: Amazing assist!
0: Yeah, so yeah, exactly. Put it just the perfect area. Lots of speed on it. Um, two 0 after seven minutes. These are the games I like. I'm I, because What, the games that we win. No, <laughs>
1: well, yeah,
0: that, that sort of sounds like what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I obviously like the game, but when we get a couple of goals early on, it just settles everything down. I, I had. There's been so many games when I walk away from the race course and my teeth hurt because I'm grinding my teeth. I, I, I genuinely feel uncomfortable during the games. There's lots of like, I, my back and my neck hurt because I think I hunch myself like this because I'm just you know like some sort of troll under a bridge because I just, you know, because it's just so stressful. But we score nice and early. We go 2-0 up and it feels good. As time goes on, I think... Um, I, 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 the, the some of the stress comes back because you, 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 my brain starts doing this thing of going, imagine they got one back now. Sorry, I nudged you quite hard then. You did. I, imagine they got one back now. And then you go, oh, and then it's only two, one. I, I get stressed about hypothetical goals in my head. But if they do get one back, does that momentum shift? And then all of a sudden... So two, I'm never comfortable with. I am for a bit. Yeah. But... And then when the third one goes in, that's the point when you go, right, okay, I can relax I now. don't think we
1: needed to worry about the momentum of the game. I think from the moment that whistle went at three o'clock yeah. until it blew at whatever time it was, I don't know, because they added like so many minutes on. Five Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: I just think the momentum was, was 100% there. And I probably because they played so disastrously at the uh, Aquinas,
0: yeah, I, 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 It was at
1: Quinton, wasn't it? it? It was at
0: Quinton, yeah. Yeah,
1: I think maybe they thought, you know what, we're at home. Went, you know, Phil Parkinson must have given them a right rollicking because, you know,
0: <sighs> yeah, that, he
1: even said that that performance was not good enough and it wasn't. No, so.
0: it wasn't. It wasn't. I think... Yeah, I, I'm not going to dwell on that. But, no, no, we don't need to. You know, we, uh, as you mentioned before, we lost Anthony Ford 24 minutes, which yeah. was disappointing. Um, I was, you know, I was quite gutted for him. Um, Mendy came in, though, um, and scored within five minutes. So good. Brilliant goal. It was
1: a great goal again.
0: It was. Brilliant goal. You know, left footer on the right. That's what left footer on the right does for you. You know, it gives you... Mendy's not great with his right foot. I'm, I'll be honest, he's he's not fantastic with his right mm-hmm. foot. So I think as a defender, if you've done your homework and you've got him on your right side, I think you've got to be showing him down the line to to yeah. make him use his right foot. Yeah. They allowed him to cut in on his strong foot that he loves using. Um, he put one of the defenders on it on on the floor. You know, he he sort of little shimmy, put him on the floor, created the space great finish you know everything about it was was great um and it, it, you know 3-0 I, I i relax again you know they, everything is just relaxed i was so relaxed on saturday that I went to get a beer before half-time.
1: Disgusting behaviour.
0: I never do that either, but I was so comfortable.
1: Disgusting behaviour that you had another beer and disgusting behaviour that you left before the half-time whistle. I know,
0: and, but that's how comfortable and I was. And you were late
1: coming back for the uh, second, second half. Second half, I
0: was, I know. But I was so comfortable and, and it was just like... And I went down, I got in the queue for a beer and I was just like, everything's going well. And then I realised... Yes, I'm comfortable that we're three nil up. But then I thought, oh, hang on a minute, I might miss another goal. I thought we're playing. Did, that. Did you miss another goal? No. No. No, no, no. no. Yeah. I went I, when it was three nil. That's the point when I went down and got three beers, and then. Uh...
1: Oh yeah, because it
0: was three nil before half time. Yes, it? it was, and I, yeah, everything. So uh, Mulling got his hat, 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 hat trick in the second half. Uh, Sixty-seven minutes, seventy-seven minutes another couple of great goals um one of which maybe the keeper i've I've looked at it a couple of times, I think he's unsighted, but it it doesn't paint him in loads of glory because it's sort of. I mean, it sort of goes right through him, one of them. It, you know, it's a decent strike yeah. from the edge of the box. Uh, it it does go right through him, though. You I've know? watched
1: the highlights back, and I was just sitting there watching it on my phone, and I was just like, just smiling. Yeah. Because obviously they show the good bits, don't they, on the highlights. They don't show all the boring bits. The highlights. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, so obviously you had the goal from, uh, well, it was a known goal, but Andy Cannon. Yeah. Um, and then you had the Paul Mullin goal, then, you know, and it just, every single goal, I was just like, oh, it was really good yeah
0: one one of paul's was really good he he had a a fantastic touch to take it around the defender um and then just slotted it in the corner it was brilliant it really was got a really good finish everyone was turning around going oh what a touch (laughs) yeah but it it was it was fantastic finish um james jones finished it off yes uh, 96 minutes again another great finish um and, yeah, I just thought it was a complete all-round performance. It was a
1: good day, had by all.
0: It was. Um, I did, it's, it's a it's a weird one. We, we were 3-0 up at half-time. And being a Wrexham fan, you have certain things that you become accustomed to. Uh, and I turned to Sean and Shan's brother. And I said, this is going to go one of two ways, this is. I said, we're either going to win this 6-0 or we're going to win it 3-1 because I think it's... Either
1: way, we were
0: going to win it. Yeah, I I, I just felt that it was either going to be that they came out in the second half and go, that's not happening again. They were going to, you know, stifle the space. They were going to create a couple of chances. They were going to nick one. We were going to rest back a little bit, not push on too much, not score anymore, and it would end 3-1. Or... I thought we were just going to keep on going. And I said, I got the score right, but just way too late <laughs> in the day. Did you see that in your
1: prediction though, I did didn't. You? And no. I didn't. So I
0: got that. I went 2-0, you went 3-0.
1: I was so happy when it was 3-0. I was like, do you know what? I'm happy. Just keep it at 3-0. But, you know, you kind of predict a score, don't you? And you think, do you know what? I'll be happy with 3-0. But then they score again. You're like, oh my God, this is just even better. Yeah. And then you kind of don't care that you've made this prediction. You're just yeah. like, just... Six I, goals, amazing! I knew
0: my prediction was dead in the water after seven minutes. When we scored the second, I was like, "There is no chance in a Wrexham it's game." Going to stay like this. There is going to be another eighty-three minutes with no goals, no. and I, so I knew that was dead in the water. Um, but it—it it, it was one of them games where, when a team go 2 0 down so early, I think it can go one or two ways. They—they they haven't long lost their manager. You know, So I, I'm not sure the mood in the camp is completely you know, buoyant, shall we say. No. And, um, and I think when you go 2-0 down like that so early on, teams will either give up, which they felt like they did a little bit, or they will go, right, and they will dig in and they'll get themselves back in the game and they might nick one back. I, I just don't think Morecambe did that. They no. just sort of completely give up on I'm it. I'm
1: sorry for them, to be honest. I
0: didn't. <laughs> I didn't at all because okay, no, I, I didn't yeah, <laughs> <but> <laughs> just I been. Nice. Don't you don't have to be nice. It's not a Morecambe podcast. At the I end know. of the day, you're professional footballers, and your job is football. You only have to do it once a week. You have to prepare throughout the week to do it. Yeah, your your actual job is there once a week for ninety minutes. How like, long have
1: Morecambe been in League Two for?
0: Uh, they came down from League One not long ago. I think Ooh. did they? Yeah, I'm sure they did. Can you
1: imagine they get relegated to the National League?
0: No, they're not that bad. (laughs) But for me, it's your job. I never feel sorry for people who get absolutely annihilated. You go 2-0 down early on, right? And that's the point where you have to reset and go, Mm -hmm. right, we've got to get back in. Look at all them fans who've travelled... What are we going to do? We're just going to give up. And, uh, you know, that they... But I felt they did give up. Yeah. So I've got no sympathy for teams I'm like I'm not that. sure they
1: actually really started even before the goals were scored. Maybe
0: not. Maybe not, but there to were honest. They
1: there were the odd player that was, you know, possibly showboating. I don't know, don't know why. Um... But yeah, I think overall it was a bit of a dire performance from Morgan. Yeah,
0: it was, and I, we took full advantage we of that. Did. Um, Elliot Lee managed to avoid his fifth yellow card, um, uh, uh, which it you know, which fair play to him because he got. I, I don't know. I, it was ages ago that he got his fourth one. So how he has managed to avoid that fifth yellow card, I have got no idea. But, but yeah, he has. It's now. I was going to say reset. It hasn't reset. So for anybody who doesn't... Uh, who no, doesn't... I think
1: it has. I think he put... No, no, no.
0: It doesn't reset. So basically, uh, if you get five yellow cards um, by now, the end of November, uh, you get a one match ban. Uh, it doesn't reset. Uh, the, the The threshold now changes from five to ten. Okay, so he's on four, so it doesn't reset back to zero. The threshold's now ten yellow cards, and that's um that's by game week thirty-seven. Uh, okay, get yeah. it. Okay. And then after after game week thirty-seven, it, it that the threshold then changes to fifteen yellow cards by the end of the season. That's when you say
1: weeks on. at thirty-seven, talk about football weeks, not game year week. weeks. Game week. We're 30, like in yeah. we're like in week fifty-one at the moment. Game so. week.
0: <laughs> that's why I said game week. Oh.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um man of the match
1: um right well (laughs)
0: because you asked me this yesterday i did
1: but go on you know what i was gonna uh, yeah um i totally agree that paul mullen you know he deserved it Mm -hmm. but for me for um you know work ethic and i'm not saying paul mullen doesn't hasn't got a work ethic because he is bloody amazing yeah but for me, I think I would like to say Andy Cannon because I think he was really good I, I think he was really good yesterday and I know you don't agree. I know you agree that it's Paul Mullen. and I am not saying that I disagree
0: No no I for me when somebody scores a hat trick for for somebody else to get man of the match I think is mental.
1: Well yeah, it probably is but for me yeah, I thought Andy Cannon deserves some thought some sort of accolade
0: Man of the match too.
1: Man of the match too. Yeah, you yeah, have matches a
0: day too. So why not <laughs> man of the match too? Yeah, no, so, I, I yeah. thought I thought Andy Cannon was superb. I completely agree with you. He was excellent. Um, I, yeah, everything about his game I thought was really good on Saturday. Oh, how good is George Evans though? It, it is. Aww. It is absolutely. King is George. It was. It is just ridiculous. King George. King George. Yeah, maybe. Um, but um, he's just, everything about him is just, oh, I just, I, I think he's one of, he's just plays in a position that isn't necessarily glamour. Okay. He's not going to get loads of goals, but what he does and the way that he does it is just superb. And we needed that sort of player, yeah, he, and he we was, have found what we needed in midfield. He so he controls good. everything without you necessarily realizing he's on the ball that much. He just he literally did. dictates the whole game. He does and I just think There's he's lots of
1: back kicks and everything, wasn't there? There's... Back kicks? Well, you know, just like a heel kick, you know, to the back. You know, I heel, know heel you...
0: kick to the back. I
1: don't know what you call it. Back heel. Back it. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean heel kick to the let's back be, let's I be pedantic
1: do, about it
0: I do prefer uh, heel kick to the back though
1: heel kick to the back no I mean to the to someone behind to a player behind him yeah back here a lo- there was a lot of like not showboating, but a lot of
0: nice little flicks and stuff flicks and tricks flicks and tricks flicks and tricks question for you um, as a as a sort of uh you're not really a new novice. fan, you're not football novice. Let's yeah. call you a football novice. You're not new to Wrexham. You're not a new fan anymore. You've been going for long enough, but I'm sure a still a fun. novice in yeah. football. You know, yeah. you're not quite up to intermediate level. Yeah. Do you think we are changing how we play? Can you see a marked difference in the way we we are playing now to the way we played, let's say, last season in? The, the national league yeah uh, how it's more,
1: it well the the play seems more controlled
0: okay
1: um there's a lot more what do
0: you mean by that do you mean we're controlling the ball a lot more
1: yeah and yeah. We're, we're passing it we're not just like you know I'm not like we're not just passing it willy-nilly you know oh, I, I don't want the ball I don't want the ball I think a lot of a lot of the players seem to be scared to you know hold the ball um last season yeah okay but this season they seem to be like right okay you know they've yeah i just think it's a lot more controlled i think there i think we've got the the right people in the right areas. Uh, positions yeah. areas um and i just, yeah i just think that it's just, it's just so much more slicker
0: i i agree and i think we are definitely changing i think phil is definitely changing how we play um a lot of games last season we we persisted with long balls up to parma Knockdowns for Mullin, uh, Palmer was very much the foil for Mullin. Mm. Uh, I think you know, in the in the sense of you know, he, we'd knock the balls up, he'd get the the knockdowns. Um, Mullin was there to do what Mullen Paul Mullin does. Yeah, um, and yeah, that was very much a, a lot of the way that we played. We could pass it around, but I think my first instinct was always that that get the ball forward and get it up to to Ollie who yeah. would then you know try and create something for Paul yeah um i i don't see it being like that no, anymore it's changing now yeah i think um certainly the gillingham game 100% uh, i saw it the mansfield fa cup game i saw it um and saturday i definitely saw it when we we were always very labored in possession we're happy to slow it down and and but we seem to have so much more energy and pace in getting the ball forward and moving it about like you say a lot slicker yeah. and quicker and I, I think we're working on a, a, a lot of sort of skills and and periods of possession where we're just pulling teams all over the place very quickly, taking
1: corners quicker. I mean, Paul Mullen took that like, yeah, corner really quickly.
0: Everything is quick, yeah. And I think the the, the ball's up to the front two, the ball's into midfield, you know. And I think George Evans is doing a lot of that. Where as before, maybe we would have been turning around and going back to the defence and passing it around the defence, I think when George gets it, he's he's very much a progressive player and he wants to get it forward and he wants to get it forward quickly and he's always looking for the pass that is going to split a defence or he's going to, not just split a defence, but it's going to split a midfield. The ball for the first goal on Saturday where he's obviously a deep-line midfielder and he played sort of like a reverse pass into the middle which completely cut out their midfield and he's always looking to do that. I think I'm a bit in love with George Evans, by the way.
1: stop, like elbowing
0: me <laughs> I think I think I'm a bit in love with him but about Hayden yeah oh yeah I still love him but I yeah George Evans you're having an affair with George, George. Evans yeah so, <laughs> very much so and I, yeah, I, I, I don't it's... think
1: you're the only one out there I think a lot of people uh,
0: yes. like him yeah so uh um Nigel got in touch he did good uh, old Nigel uh, about the Morecambe game he said wow what a bounce back that was Uh from 1 to 11 they were outstanding more can poor, but you can only play what's in front of you. Anyone could have been man of the match for me. Gorgeous George Evans and Andy Cannon were outstanding. Paul Mullin outstanding. All results went our way, looking good in second. Ooh, we're, in s- we're
1: in second.
0: We are in second. So
1: Mansfield no- were winning and then they lost, didn't
0: they? Or Mansfield-, drew? Mansfield lost. Stockport lost. Notts County lost. I mean, it couldn't have been a better... And we won 6-0. Could, I mean, Could not have been a better day for us. Could, you know, absolutely. It
1: was a good, it was a good day. Yes. It was so, a good day.
0: We've got two games coming up this week.
1: We have got Harrogate on Tuesday and the New Oval on Sunday in the FA
0: Cup. We have. So, the Harrogate game... Um, I'll talk about that. You can do Yeovil if you like. How's that? All right. All right, then. All right, then. Um So uh, Harrogate is a league game. Um, so that's on Tuesday, the 28th of November at 7.45. It's available for all fans on iFollow, as is a Tuesday game. Uh, we're away at Weatherby Road uh, or the Envirovent Stadium, as it's more uh, sponsorship reasons. <laughs> it's 113 miles away, um, which is about two hours. Ish depending on traffic. Um last competitive game was November 2021, which we lost 2-1 in the FA Cup. Harrogate were a lot better a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. <laughs> they, they were, they were sort of pushing, you know, yeah. on. They're, they're not I shouldn't say that. I'm gonna move on. Yeah. Uh, last league mm-hmm. game was January 2020, where we won 2-0 away against them. Um they lost 2-1 away to Crawley on Saturday. Uh, this season they've won seven, drawn two, and lost ten. Um, they're 15th on 23 points. Uh, top scorers, Sam Fullerin Foller- and George Thompson. Fullerin. Fler- Fullerin. Flar- uh, Fullerin. The
1: Irish. Th- I don't know. But,
0: I don't know. But they both got five uh, this season. So, predictions
1: 3 0 for Harrogate. <gasps> oh, oh, no, 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 no.
0: Not 3 0 for I Harrogate. Meant the
1: Harrogate game. 3 0 for Wrexham.
0: Um, I think this is going to be tougher than we think, you know, away from home, Tuesday night. But I can't, just can't. I can't They're see They're going us. to
1: be on a high from Saturday, though, aren't I they? I think
0: so, yeah. I'm going to go... I'm, I might go big, you know, again. Ooh. I might go 4-1. Ooh, okay. 4-1 Wrexham, yeah? Yeah. Okay. All right, happy days. So, Yeovil.
1: Yeovil. What okay. Are you going, what are
0: you going to tell us?
1: Well, it's the um, FA Cup second round match. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was supposed to be on Saturday, but it's now moved to Sunday, hasn't yes. it? Sunday the 3rd of December. Yeah. Uh, I cannot believe it's going to be December on Sunday.
0: It's going to be December on Friday.
1: Oh, yeah, of course it is. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The first. Um, it's a home game.
0: Yes.
1: Um, It's live on ITV, so it's, um, it's ITVX.
0: On IT- it's not on ITV, it's on ITVX. So, it's the same
1: thing, isn't it?
0: No, so anybody who doesn't... Yeah, well, it's an ITV thing, but uh, ITVX <laughs> is the... Uh, the streaming service that ITV uh. do. So it's not on the TV, it's on the streaming service. So you'll, if you don't have that app, which most most TVs do but if you don't you're going to have to download that app to be able to watch it it's not on ITV it's on ITV is it on
1: iFollow for international fans or is ESPN or anything like I that I don't
0: know you'd have to check you're going to have to check social media for that and, and see yeah. see where it's being broadcast and if it is on iFollow it should be but just double check that yeah. I would suggest
1: so the last time we played them was at home and we won 3-0 in April this year I Correct. mean my prediction is 3-0
0: Yes. No, it's not. Actually, no, it's a but... lie. Well, yeah, we um...
1: haven't got to that yet. <laughs> oh my god, I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah. Um, Jake Hyde is currently playing for them.
0: He is. He scored five. Do you think goals. he'll play? Yes. Do you think? Yeah, he would love to score against us. You know, a lot. I of wonder pe-
1: how he will celebrate. Whether he'll be—he won't
0: celebrate because he won't score, but um, (laughs) he he would love to. He
1: scored five at the moment. He scored
0: five this season. Yeah. So why not? Yes, he's not scoring. Okay. He's not scoring. There's no chance we're letting Jake Hyde score to get score against us. No, I'm going to put that out there now. He's not scoring. Mm. Um, Yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah. He's he's down there now. Yeah. So we'll see.
1: Um, They lost four-one away when they played uh, Welling.
0: On Saturday, on Saturday, yeah, which is odd, really, because they're top of the league. Uh, They they're cruising in the league at the moment. They are uh, eight points clear at the top of the league. So they went away and they lost four one, which was yeah, like I say, it was unusual for them. But um, so so
1: far this season, they've won thirteen, they've drawn three, and they've lost three.
0: Yes. So as I say, they're, they're they're eight points clear. They they look nailed on to at the moment to come back up. Into the national league, um, but yeah, I, I you know you never know, dear, you never know. So,
1: um, as you said, they're top of the national league south with eight points clear. Um, their top scorers at the moment are Reese Murphy and Jordan Young, who have both scored eight goals this season. Yeah. So, watch out.
0: <laughs> you talk some crap sometimes, you do
1: <laughs> So, predictions.
0: Um, I don't think they're scoring. No. Um, I don't. What team do you think we'll put out before I give my prediction? I
1: don't know whether it's going to be the same sort of team, because it's the second round. I don't know. I was going to say maybe all the young uns like Bickerstaff, Davis, uh, uh, sorry, Dan Davis, um, you know, Andy Cannon, uh, or, you know, Tonic, Cl- you know, all the ones that aren't really getting much yeah. young, you know, aren't getting much pitch time at the moment. Um, pitch time. I like that. time. Game time. Pitch time. Pitch time. I like pitch they're time. They're on the pitch and they're playing. Pitch time. Pitch time. Not
0: getting much pitch time. Not
1: getting much pitch time. So, yeah. Um, but then you think, well, it's the FA Cup second round. Because I'm assuming once we get past this round, we're going to start getting the big boys. Yeah,
0: yeah. So the the big so, boys, as you call them, come in in the third round. So yes.
1: you're kind of hoping that we're going to... So maybe, he, you know, Parkey will throw some of the, you know... The same team we had on Saturday would be good.
0: I I don't know what's going to happen, you know. I've been been thinking about this and I've been undecided. I've got a feeling that we might see a sprinkling of people who don't normally get game time. But I sort of think that maybe the bulk of the team will be Mm. normal regulars. I don't know, to be honest. I wouldn't be surprised if we played our complete first team, I wouldn't be surprised if we played completely our sort of what you class bring, a reserve team. And then just
1: bring Mullen and McLean yeah. on in the last few minutes yeah. and get a goal. And I
0: wouldn't be surprised with anything in between. No. I, if I'm completely honest, I don't know which way it's gonna go.
1: Parky's obviously got a strategy, hasn't he? Or you might not even thought about it yet, but I'm yes. assuming he would have. So your prediction, please.
0: Uh I'm going to go for three nil.
1: Right. I am gonna go for two.
0: Okay, random. Why is it random? I don't know. Just feels a bit random. I mean
1: they're a National League self-team, so if we can't get any goals past them, then it's a bit... But
0: you think they're gonna score two against us.
1: I know I'm changing it.
0: <laughs> no, you can't. Yes, I can. Send it out loud, it's got to stay. No, Four... I'm 4-0. No, you no chance. It's 4-2, and that is it. Just because I've said that, you can't change. Um, just a quick one before we move on. Um, my hat. I thought I'd mention my hat. My hat. I got this on Saturday, I got given it. Um, so basically, um, there were some people at the game, um, and uh, there's another one. Got two of them. Um, so Friends for our son, yeah, uh, it's got the Norwegian reds on it. So there was a, a bunch of guys down in front of us. I think there was sixteen of them. There, in was, a, total. there was a few. Um, we had a chat with Stan, who's the leader.
1: He's at, the support. Yeah, he's the he's the lead of the supporter.
0: Yes, and they came thing. over from Norway to watch the game. Lovely guys. Got a free hat off them. And I said I'd wear it on the podcast, so it was brilliant. And say
1: hello. But obviously, if you're watching, if you're listening on the podcast, then yeah. you're not going to be able to see it. So what I'll do is I will get a picture of Ryan in his new hat um, and I'll put it on our socials Yeah, so want to see.
0: Um, some people who got in touch. Um, so Brendan Curtin. Um, this is about Curtin. Yeah. Uh, it's curtain, yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, this is about uh, last week's episode. He said, love uh, the episode with David Neal. Some great stories about his dad, especially about the players uh, that were kept uh, by his son. <laughs> uh, his father was still to me the greatest manager of my time, although I think Parkey is getting there. Uh,
1: um, we have Barb Deck, 24. I think this year's doc had an overall theme of family, individual players' family, women's team players' families, Rob and Ryan's families, staff families, fans as one big family. <laughs> family, family, family. And then? And then? Oh, and then a community family. I loved this season. I thought the themes covered were terrific. And yes, I think...
0: Yeah, they were. A few people got in touch to say that John Neal was their favourite ever yes. manager. David
1: so. Neal is the nicest guy
0: he ever. Is. He
1: is such a gentleman. Yeah, and he it was so lovely speaking to him. We
0: had a bit of a problem with releasing that episode, so it came out a little bit later than normal. So I don't think as many of you have seen the episode. As normally would watch uh, our episodes. Apparently it was uh, Sean's so fault. It was Sean's fault. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, so if you haven't watched that or listened to that episode, I would highly recommend going back to episode seventy-two and listening to the uh, the interview with with, with David Neal. It was it was brilliant. Great and,
1: guy. Uh, yeah. his story. I mean, we could have you know it was only a short interview, but we could have spoken to him for ages. He had so many stories about his dad. Um, he did. He did, yes. Brilliant. Sorry, I
0: wasn't just looking at my watch then. It it, it sort of buzzed. So if you
1: want to get in touch with us, you can get in touch with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok. We're not doing threads anymore. Email me, the wife and Wrexham AFC at gmail.com. Why aren't we doing threads Because I have not put on there for ages. I just find it really... No. No? I just find it difficult. Okay. I don't
0: like like it. That's fine. You do what you want. Unless... um, I mean, if it was up to me, I'd do everything. Whatever. If
1: Elon Musk starts to charge to go on Twitter, maybe I'll rethink it.
0: Yeah. How is he going to do that? I don't know. He's
1: a money-grabbing little swine, isn't he? So he might do... (laughs)
0: Uh, anyway, uh, shout out for Dragon Chat. Uh, it's a mental health peer support group and they run a weekly Zoom call, uh, on a Thursday from 7pm to 8.30. Uh, the best thing to do is follow Dragon Chat-Steve Lloyd on Twitter, uh, and all the information about the call is there. We are more than aware that, uh, Christmas is coming up and we know that Christmas is a fun time and, you know, families get together and you get presents and all that sort of thing. Um, For some people, Christmas isn't great uh, and it's not as enjoyable as, you know, it is for a lot of other people. So uh, this is where Dragon Chat comes in and how important Dragon Chat is to a lot of people who do struggle with mental health um, and, you know, need somebody to talk to at this time of year. I know, I know, It's still, you know, it's still November, but Christmas is literally around the corner. And And the build
1: up to Christmas can be hard for people as well. It it can.
0: It can. It can be stressful and it can, you know, you can have a, a negative effect on your mental health. And, you know, Dragon Chat is there to help.
1: I was having a chat with uh, Steve Lloyd, who yes. is the creator of Dragon Chat on Twitter the other day, yeah. um, and he said that, um, you know, numbers are increasing, which is amazing. Obviously, there's loads of m- much more yeah. awareness, um, and he said that they, um, basically, before games, before home games, they meet up in the Miners.
0: Miners Rescue. Miners
1: Rescue. Yeah. Um, so, if you're, you know, if you're going to a game and you just want to go in and have a chat with you know like-minded people then go into the miners rescue and steve will be there and um yeah
0: yeah we should
1: we well you because i'm not a man but you should go
0: in and yeah um, i will do next next home game which is colchester i think oh no Yeovil. yeah anyway yeah definitely Uh, i would highly recommend it steve's a great guy yes so it's quiz time um, quiz
1: time Quiz time.
0: excellent y- quiz time okay um so uh we're gonna welcome back uh john uh, uh to take part in the quiz uh, welcome back john are you still there yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> right okay so each section there's five in total yeah i'm, I'm crap at describing this quiz it is two truths, one lie. No, it's not. You absolute lunatic. It is two lies, one truth. I will read out three statements. Two of them are lies. One of them is the truth. All John and Sean have to do is tell me which one is the truth. That's it, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. That is it. At the same time, or like... No, so what I will do, I will go to Sean first for an answer, then I'll come to you, and it just stops Sean stealing your answers, basically.
2: <laughs> hey, honestly, Shanna, you'll know you, more than I will, because I'm not going to be up here in front
0: like I'm a super Wrexham fan. <laughs> <laughs> right, number one. So we're due to play Harrogate this week. Yeah. Okay. Number one. Harrogate's badge is in the shape of a shield... Number two, Harrogate were formed in 1909. Or number three, Harrogate's manager is the chairman's son. One, two or three, which one's the truth?
1: Number two.
0: Number two, Harrogate were formed in 1909. Yeah. John? Um, I'll just be different and say three. Number three, John is correct. The manager <laughs> is the chairman's son. It's which, key. yeah, well, oh, yeah, okay. that was too conspicuous, you know. Yeah. <laughs> number two, James McLean played his last international game for Ireland this week.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, James played a total of 109 games for his country. Right. Number two, James scored 11 goals for his country. Or number three, James made his international debut against Wales in 2012.
1: Oh, I'm going to go with number
0: two. Number two, the goals? Yeah. John? I think three again. Number three. Sean. you are correct. That's the first time in ages we've had people actually getting them right. I
2: know,
0: yeah. One all. Number three. Wrexham drew Burton Albion in the second round of the uh, Bristol Street Motors Trophy. hmm First one. Wrexham have never beaten Burton, 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 Burton Albion. Okay. Number two. Wrexham have never lost to Burton Albion. Or number three, Wrexham have never scored against Burton Albion. i going to go three. Number three?
1: Yeah. John?
0: I think three as well. You think three as well? You're both incorrect. <laughs> Wrexham have never beaten Burton Albion. We've only actually tw- played them twice competitively. Ugh. Yeah, so there we go. Okay. We play Yeovil in the FA Cup on Sunday. The last time we played Yeovil, we won 3-0 in the National League on the 18th of April. In that game, we picked up six yellow cards. We had 19 corners. Or all goal scorers had double-digit shirt numbers.
1: I'm going to go with one.
0: Number one? Yeah. John? Two. Two, you've gone one, John's gone two. It's number three. Obviously, it's number three, (laughs) yes. (laughs) So, one all. Last question. Yep. We beat Morecambe 6-0 on Saturday. It was the fastest opening goal we've scored this season. Number two, it was the first time we've scored six goals in a game since we beat Torquay 6-0 in September 2022. Or... Number three, it was our seventh clean sheet of the season in the league.
1: I'm going to go with three. Yeah. Because, what was the first one again?
0: The first one was the fastest opening goal. Number two was the first time we scored six goals in a game since Torquay. Because the
1: first goal was an own goal, so I'm going to go with three.
0: You're going with three. I reckon it's one. Okay, John? I'm going to say one. Number one. It is number three. Well done. It It was our seventh clean sheet of the season. Yeah, well done. You've won. 2-1. 2-1. Well done. Thanks for change. John, thank you so much for joining us this week. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Um, And uh, for anybody, as we said before, who wants to have a look at all John's stuff, uh, it is Zebra Customs. Have a look on Instagram. Have a look on Twitter. Um, uh, Honestly, they're absolutely amazing, John. I think you do such good work continue that to be honest so we'll keep going yeah definitely yeah yeah. brilliant uh thank you all of you lot as well for listening and watching this week and we'll see you again next week Bye. bye